Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I had a linguist. no idea. <laughs> I, love I didn't that. know you were, but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith. <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. 267 22 Jiggy. Hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? You must be that uh, David Bowie song. Jiggy Blake Guitar Jeff. It's a great name, man. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Presenting. I'm, I'm Mike Massey, and, uh, you know, you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my tricks up there. Thank you very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours. There we are. It is the world-famous Cheeky Jaguar radio broadcast, coast-to-coast, border-to-border, on TuneIn, iTunes, and Radio Loyalty. It is another action-packed edition today. We've got Richard Kurtz, who's patiently waiting on the telephone. We'll get to him here in a few moments. We also have uh, an interesting guest calling us in in the middle of the hour. I'm not sure what's going on there, but uh, also the great Hobby Niman will join us at the uh, bottom of the hour, and... uh, it will be always interesting to hear from the main man behind Customized Wall Street. But let's go to the telephones, and we've got our good friend Richard Kurtz with us today. Richard, how are you, sir? I'm well. How about yourself? Pretty good, actually. There is a, uh, a heck of a lot going on in and around our world, as always. Uh, we, we got a lot of good feedback from your, uh, uh, I guess, uh, as... as as my good friend Ross Long would say, your excoriation of the uh, of the uh, Girl Scouts and the Boy Scouts. Uh, it's a uh, it's a very controversial topic, and people are still kind of talking about it today. Um, what do you make of the fact that everybody is is so in in you know enthused about this whole thing with the Boy Scouts and the Girl Scouts and everything? Well, uh, first of all. It, it, it involves our children, and everybody's got an opinion or a concern about children. Second of all, um, it involves both old ideas and new ideas. And third of all, I got um, I got part of the riot act read to me by my granddaughter. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Spent some time, who spent some time in Girl Scouts. You have to understand that. And my granddaughter is eleven and reads at close to a college level, uh, and. She, you know, she does a lot of things, and unfortunately, her Saturdays are filled with that lot of things, uh, and she's not able to be involved in Girl Scouts like she wanted to be, and she was enjoying the activities in Girl Scouts. So apparently, I was incorrect in the amount of additional activities that they do other than selling cookies, and that was unfair. Um, they do a lot of interesting things, they do a lot of educational things, and they do a lot of camaraderie-related things with girls of, of equal age with each other, and that's very important. Uh, 
but I still stand by the fact that um, you have some grounds for combining the two, but not shoving one down the other's throats. Uh, I think that's stupid, and I think when the Boy Scouts are capitulating to something because of the of the people marching around in vagina hats, uh, I don't think they're I love the vagina I hats. I will continuously label them because they put the hats on and they march around for no particularly functional reason. Uh, and uh, other than to get attention. And if you want attention because of the hat, well, I'll give you attention because of your hat. There you go. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> it is Richard Kurtz. He's with us today here on our broadcast as uh, each and every week he helps us uh, get things kicked off here on the broadcast. Of course, Richard Kurtz is a media specialist, political scientist, and author. And uh, today, Rhetoric versus Reality, the SIP of the week. And uh, we elect our public officials to act in our best interests, many voters have demonstrated that they have no clue what actually is in their best interest. Regardless of people's errant beliefs, arrogant ignorance, or outright stupidity, they are all entitled to be equally protected under American law. By every governmental official, from the local dog catcher to the police to the members of the local school board to the president of the U.S., there are procedures in place to address bad actors in government, and there are bad actors who think they are above the law and justify their misconduct with stupid rhetoric. These are SIPs. Richard Kurtz with us today, media specialist, political scientist, author, is here to define SIPs and label the rhetoric-riddled SIP of the week. So first of all, Richard, I guess the big question is, what is an SIP? Well, if you're dealing with a non-public official, it's a self-indulgent person. Um someone who believes that their ideas or beliefs or whatever it is that they operate by or their emotions are somehow more important than the people around them. Um, and if you are an elected official, that makes you a sociologically inept politician. <laughs> um, someone who just plain has no idea of what their responsibility is to the society which they should be serving. Okay. Well, <laughs> that is awesome. We've got uh, Richard Kurtz with us today. Strategies PR, he joins us today here on a broadcast. And uh, why are SIPs bad for their cause, community, and country? Well, because they belittle their cause, and their cause may be something important. And they spread ignorance, which doesn't help anyone. You know, there's that much more ignorance that has to be overcome with fact and common sense. And they degrade the value of their position that they were either elected to, appointed to, or worked hard to achieve. Um, and, or maybe they didn't work hard to achieve, but typically they did. You know, there's a lot of work to getting elected, even on a local level. There's a lot of work to becoming a cop. There's a lot of work to becoming a teacher. You know, these are things that you've put effort into, and you should honor that by not belittling it, by not having exasperating cases of foot and mouth disease. Uh, and when you do that, the farther up you are, um, the more damage it does. Awesome stuff. We've got uh, Richard Kurtz with us today, Strategies PR. He joins us live here on our big broadcast. And uh, who is the SIP of the week? Well, unfortunately, I'm going to give you her name and position. And by virtue of her name, it's going to acquire a label, and that's not fair. And that is an example of this person belittling their own position because they're subjecting themselves to a label. 
This person is a South Orange, New Jersey school board member, Stephanie Lawson Muhammad. Okay. <laughs> Go on, my friend. <laughs> okay. So what did she do? I'm looking at a picture here, and a picture is always worth, you know, maybe eight or 10,000 words. And there's a residential, tree-lined residential street in, uh, in, in Maplewood area of South Orange, New Jersey. Uh, it look, when you look at a street, you can tell about a lot about the people and the socioeconomic background of the, of the street. I'm seeing a whole line of cars that are relatively new in driveways, houses that are relatively well taken care of, um, traffic going up and back. And the picture is of this Volvo sedan, nice, shiny, black, reasonably new Volvo sedan with a policeman standing outside the door. This is the shot from the, from the dash cam. And, um, and um, you know several things about this right off the bat, that the driver of this vehicle is neither traveling through a ghetto area nor or, or driving in a vehicle that would be typical of a lower socioeconomic situation. Somebody in there right off the bat is not at the bottom end of the of, of the of the social of the social ladder. And the officer is standing there talking to the person and the dash cam is running. So you know right off the bat that the officer doesn't have the opportunity to hide anything. Uh, and what happened here is she got pulled over. Uh, she is of African-American apparent origin, and she gets pulled over for doing 37 in a 25 zone. Now, you need to understand background here. She's a member of the school board. She's driving her kid to school, which means it's in the morning and there's traffic and everything else. She is supposed to be particularly cognizant of the interests of children because she's on the school board. And she's doing almost double the speed limit on the way to school with her kid in a car in a residential area. This is not a good thing. Now, none of us like to get pulled over by a cop. All of us get nervous when we get pulled over by a cop and are in a position to commit foot and mouth disease. But the first thing in today's world is you don't mouth off to the cop. <laughs> You just don't do that. Uh, it's, it's just there is nothing to be gained by that. Um, and apparently she did. We've got Richard Kurtz with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast. And uh, all sorts of things happening with the SIPs this week. And um, now, why is this bad for cause, community, and country? All right. She has her own political direction that she goes in. If she didn't, she wouldn't have taken the time to run for public office. Uh, there's a cause there. Uh, she's part of the community. She's so stated to the officer, I'm part of this community. And of course, her community is part of the country. And in that, when she took that office, I know she swore to uphold the state and federal constitution because people do that. I did that when I took public office. Everybody who takes public office does so, and some do and some don't, and some have never read the documents, but that's a different story. She turned around to the officer and said, uh, you know, I'm, I'm scared of cops because you hurt black people. 
and the offer, and she's crying, okay? And the officer says to her, ma'am, do you want me to call an ambulance for you? Because she's crying. She's upset. She's sobbing. She's got a kid in the car. And uh, she turns around and says to him, no, I don't want you to call me an ambulance. That's an effing insult. Well, you know, he didn't pull you over because you were driving a Volvo. He didn't pull you over because you were in South Orange and you're African-American. He pulled you over because you were speeding. And he had every right and reason to pull you over. And at that point in time, he's supposed to shut up, give him your license or registration, and be quiet. Uh, and not start going off about your opinion about police hurting black people. Now, the problem with this, the extended problem with this, is that she's a member of a school board which means she's affecting and influencing the thought processes of children, probably many of them children of color. And if her opinion is that right off the bat that cops hurt black people, uh, that doesn't really help the educational process any. Do black people sometimes get hurt by cops? Yes. Do white people sometimes get hurt by cops? Yes. As Yours truly been thrown up against a police car five or six times when he was young and mouthy? Yes, he has. <laughs> but that's not the point. The point is, she now has a responsibility beyond herself, and she blew it. And she also asked to get, tried to get out of the ticket because her husband was related to some Islamic group. This oh, fantastic. This is bad form. This is just not what you do if you want to get out of a ticket, and not what you do if you're a public official. I don't care if he's a member of the B'nai B'rith. I don't care if he's a member of the uh, you know, local Jewish community center. I don't care what he is. You don't turn around and try to smack the officer with that. That's really just plain stupid. We've got, uh, we've got Richard Kurtz with us today, and... Uh... He is a political scientist, writer, PR strategist, carpenter. He, of course, is an unapologetic New Yorker, transplanted his tribe from the New York tundra to the San Diego sunshine over three decades ago. Now, um, what should we do with these SIPs? Well, we should identify them, which this article did, and we should publicly put out there what they do and why it's wrong and why it's damaging to their cause, the community, and their country. And B, we should remove them from public office publicly because they are clearly incapable of honoring their commitment to their job and to their respective state and federal constitutions. And in so doing, we need to send a message that this sort of conduct is not acceptable. I mean, we've got people out there clamoring now that the clowns that were at the top of the FBI really need to start wearing handcuffs. And that John Kerry, who's got no business being out there anywhere, should have duct tape put on his mouth, uh, is now violating the Logan Act. And we are not making this clear enough that this is not acceptable conduct for the past, present, or endeavoring public officials, and that it is not acceptable and that they should be removed from office and or prosecuted if appropriate. Now, this woman just simply stuck her foot in her mouth. She's going to get a ticket. and probably going to get thrown off the school board or should. Um, 
but that's an important message. It's a very important message to the community that it be made that she's not being removed from the school board because she's black or because she's Muslim or because she got a ticket. She's being removed because she is disrespectful to the way the community is supposed to operate and to the education of the children she is supposed to be educating. That's no reason for her to be in office. We've got Richard Curtis with us today, Strategies PR. He joins us today here in a broadcast. And uh, Richard, bring us up to speed on uh, what you've got going with the Holy La Jolla Writers Conference. Well, we've got uh, some exceptional people. We had uh, some nationally renowned agents call in last week that want to attend and teach at the conference. Uh, we have new classes among the 70-some-odd classes that we offer in uh, in a two-and-a-half-day period, uh, our prices are the same as they were last year and the year before, keeping the cost down for our attendees, somewhere uh, uh, either just under with the, uh, uh, with the early bird registration, somewhere just under uh, $300. It never goes much above that. Uh, and it's, uh, it's going to be a great conference. We've got time. We're going all the way into... Uh, uh, we're in late October this year, and so we've got time for people to plan ahead and attend. And if they're interested at all in learning from people in the industry about the art, craft, and business of writing, we're here to teach. This is year 18. Awesome stuff. Well, uh, I appreciate you making time, and uh, we will talk to you next week. Thank you, brother. You take care. Appreciate Have it. There, there goes our good friend Richard Kurtz, and uh, we are going to take a time out. And uh, hopefully my music works. I guess if my music doesn't work, we won't take a timeout. There's the music. It's playing. It's working. Oh, my God. It's good to go. And uh, we will take a timeout. We will be back. Dallas. Call us here if you want. Is addiction ruining your life or a loved one's life? Going to treatment is the hardest thing you'll ever do, but it is so much easier than living with the pain of this disease. Addiction is a disease. Stop saying tomorrow when it can be today. Call now and take your first step towards recovery. 1 800 681 7951. 1-800-681-7951. That's 1-800-681-7951. At dollarseed.com, all of our seeds are only a dollar a pack. And we have online resources that teach you all about the rewarding hobby of growing your own plants, flowers, herbs, and vegetables. Imagine the joy you'll feel when your children actually help you harvest your first garden crop. Or the pride of knowing you'll never need a florist again. Visit dollarseed.com and grow a little magic of your own for just a dollar. Dollarseed.com. What could be healthier? Do you have an idea? Idea Supporters is a 100% confidential invention firm that assists inventors in patent and protection, 3D design, and customization of your portfolio in order to bring your new idea to market. Whether you want to create and sell it or find someone interested in licensing, our creative staff can help you realize your idea's true potential. 
So call Idea Supporters at 1-866-504-7212. Idea Supporters, helping inventors from start to finish. Were you injured in an auto accident? If so, it won't cost you anything to see if we can help you recover the compensation that you deserve. But you cannot wait. You need to call now. 1-800-LAW-FIRM. That's 1-800-LAW-FIRM. 1-800-LAW-FIRM. Or 1-800-529-3476. Don't wait another minute. Call now. 1-800-LAW-FIRM. Yes, yes indeed, it's Chigman Freud. It is the world famous. Chiggy Jaguar Radio Broadcast, coast to coast, boulder to boulder on the tune-in, on the side-tunes thing, radio loyalty. I don't know, I just, I just want to sound like... Uh, some radio man, I guess. The radio man. I'm going to sound like the radio man, as they say. I don't know who's saying it. don't know why they're saying it, but they're saying it. They are indeed saying it out here. I'm a radio man. I've got to be a radio man. I don't know. I, uh... I do know... That we have a really cool uh, musical artist coming up here in just a few moments. It's a uh, going to be a very interesting musical showcase, and uh, let's tell you about these folks. They are very entertaining, as they say, and uh, it is going to be La Margiela, X Duck. Coming up, we're going to talk about these folks. This is a, an amazing song. A lot of people are saying it's dope. A lot of people are saying that it's cool. Sh- a lot of good stuff. So here it is. Lamar Giella, X-Duck. Coming up. Right now. Nigga like me, man. I want a game. Fuck out, I'm on the lead and shit, bitch. It's hosting just like she didn't fuck that nigga for no reason. Like, what's the meaning, bitch? I got 
It's La Magella X Duck coming up. And it's here on the world famous Chiggy Jaguar Radio Broadcast. We're going to take a uh, brief break, and when we come back, we are going to hear from Dallas. Who is Dallas? Is Dallas actually from Dallas? I don't know. We will figure that out on the other side here on the world famous Chiggy Jaguar Radio Broadcast. Coming up here in just a few, we will talk to Dallas, that guy. And uh, we are going to see what we can do. Coming up. Fixo. It's a brand new startup company named Nuvarola. They just launched a crowdfunding campaign on Indiegogo for Fixo. Our first smart disc. Fixo is the first circular computer that aims to replace the clock on the desk of the wall with smart functions. Information at the glance, web radio, remote surveillance, and many more. Go to technology section on Indiegogo and support this amazing project. Incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. Check out Nashville to NewMexico.com. Nashville to Mexico.com. We'll spell it for you. N-A-S-H-V-I-L-L-E-T-O-N-E-W-M-E-X-I-X-O.com. This is an amazing new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. These folks are doing some amazing things. You want to check it out today. Nashville to Mexico. Oh, yeah. Nashville to New Mexico. It's amazing. And uh, these guys are making it happen. We've got a list of artists over there, the location, some of the sponsors, and you can buy tickets. Check out Nashville to New Mexico.com. Check it out today. Nashville to New Mexico.com. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. 
Billy Dawson presents the second annual Nashville to New Mexico. Incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. 30 Things That Scare Women About Themselves is a corky little book about how women feel with inspirational scriptures and blunt funny resolutions based on our thoughts and some common sense thinking. It's a brand new book that's just been released. Check it out at createspace.com slash 632-35988. Hope you enjoy it. Check it out today at C-R-E-A-T-E-S... P-A-C-E dot C-O-M slash the number six, the number two, the number three, the number five, the number nine, and the number eight, and the number eight. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia World. Check out GoFundMe.com slash Liver for Baby Quinn. Uh, that's right. GoFundMe.com liver for baby Quinn. slash Liver for Baby Quinn. We'll spell it for you. G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M forward slash L-I-V-E-R-F-O-R-B-A-B-Y we'll hit you with the, full, with, we'll with the thing with the liver for baby queen and tell them you heard about it here on the radio program support it today check it out today <laughs> Jesus I love those ads this is the Jiggy Jaguar radio show it's like calm down calm down it is the world famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio Broadcast. It is coast to coast. It is Bona to Bona. It is TuneIn. It is the iTunes. It is Radio Loyalty. Radio Loyalty. Lots of stuff happening. And uh, lots of things going on in the world around us. Get a hold of us online, JiggyJaguar.us. You can stream the show live. we got the 24-7. we got the replays. We got the news and the programming information all available on our fantastic, fantastic app. Download that app right now. Go over there. Tell all that that you're going to download the app. A lot of people always think that I'm saying words that I shouldn't be saying when I say, tell all them about it. But what am I saying? What am I saying? That's the question. That is the question, as they say. Oh, the question. Why is it? I don't know. Live for Baby Quinn! Who is Baby Quinn? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I want to know who Baby Quinn is. Paul is now being recorded. I want someone to tell me. Good morning, Mr. Neal. How are you, sir? Hey, James. What's happening? Well, uh, Neal, let's talk about this latest book here. Um, This is an amazing, amazing book. Tell us a little bit about it. Sure. Yeah. So, so, so the so the quick backstory is. all the books I write are usually I, I face problems in my life and I try to solve them. And if I happen to solve them for myself in a way that I've never heard or read before, I'll write a book about it and share the journey with others so that it hopefully helps them too. So this one was probably like literally like the hardest problem I've ever had to face, which is relationships and making them work and making them happy and healthy. Uh, and uh, and I just found that every time I was in a relationship, uh, it would just 
end horribly, either die a, a sudden horrible death with, with me cheating or, or them cheating or a slow burnout with uh, just it ending in, in resentment or a mutual dislike or just something ugly. Um, so I eventually realized that swapping partners wasn't working. There was uh, something I was doing wrong. There was some problem I had. It was the society or me or something. And so I kind of set about to explore that and figure out, does monogamy work? Uh, how do you stay in love forever and still keep the passion? All those questions. We've got Neil Strauss with us today. He is fantastic. He is a became a household name with his previous book, The Game, and uh, now he's back with a brand new book, and it is fantastic. Now, um, Neil, uh, tell us a little about the writing process. Sure. Yeah. So, so I think like it's it, it's interesting. I find these these it's so hard to to, to, to write about yourself because. Uh, you're too close to yourself to see yourself clearly. So, like, it probably took me, like, a couple of years just to write this and cut out all the parts that people weren't interested in, find a way to make the story compelling and leave a trail of breadcrumbs so other people could identify their own issues through the through the book. So I'll tell you, man, like, I think with any creative work, you know, any passion, you know, you go through those phases of you love it, then you hate it, you think it's the worst thing ever. Uh, if you're really wrestling with yourself when you do these things, which is why, you know, the creative process is, is, is so great. Neil Strauss with us today. Now, um, Neil, uh, tell us about what you want readers to take away from your writing. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think number one is I just want them to be uh, to to just have a book that they can't put down and want to share with their friends. But number two is to start to recognize, like, okay, how how was I parented, and how did the way I was parented lead to my relationship choices? Why do I keep choosing the same people over and over again? And like different forms and different clothing and ending up in the same place. And so to me, if you can recognize what your patterns are, recognize where they come from, see that they're not your fault, and then heal them, which, again, is a lot to ask. <laughs> that, that would be the best-case scenario, and especially like reading it together with your partners is believe this is a great discussion. Neil Strauss with us today. He's got an incredible new book out there. Now, um, what, what, what do you want uh, as, as far as, you know, folks to to get out of the book. Yeah, I mean, I think like yeah, I think I think I think if there's, I think what's interesting is like if there's something else they could get out of the book, it would sort of be understanding that there's a word called enmeshment, which I think like we don't have and that people don't know in our culture. It's the opposite of abandonment, um, and abandonment is we all know what abandonment is when our parents physically not there or emotionally not there. Enmeshment is when uh, your parent, you have maybe a narcissistic parent or a depressed parent or a parent who has a troubled relationship and they use you as a child to meet their emotional needs, whether maybe they're anxious, you know, and by keeping you under control, they, it soothes their anxiety. They're depressed and they come to you to fix their problems. So I think, like, uh, if there's sort of another goal, it's for people to understand the, how enmeshed parenting leads to relationships where either you will cheat or feel trapped in the relationship and try to find some way to escape and it'll make you afraid of intimacy because intimacy is suffocating and controlling. So, like, I think that probably affects, like, 30% at least of the population. <laughs> and for them to become aware of it and for their partners to become aware of it, I think would, would, would go a long way toward making our relationship healthier. Now, Neil, uh, what's been some of the different reviews and critiques and everything you've gotten so far on the book? Uh, let's see. Well, it, well, it's interesting. I think I think every book I do, and this is a little... 
every book I do is sort of like the media creates a story about it, and the story isn't necessarily what the book is, which again is fine with me because sometimes the story is more interesting than what the book. You know, then they just find the best way to, to sell it, I suppose. But I think like I think it's it's all been I think everything's been you know positive. I think it's helped people understand their partners. But I think a lot of people saw the book as saying, hey, the answer is monogamy. And I don't think monogamy is the answer. Uh, I think um, just having a healthy relationship where two people agree and are honest and are doing things for healthy reasons uh, is, is the right answer. And also that when you're in a relationship with someone, that commitment, your commitment to them, if you both discuss it, you can change the nature of that relationship over time, just like a job. If you agree with the boss that instead of being the assistant, you should be the uh, a partner, you know, that uh, that you know changes the relationship. So in the same way, I think you can change your relationship over time as you both grow together. Neil Strauss is today joins us live here in the broadcast. And um, uh, Neil, the book's incredibly well written. Um, uh, tell me about what you wanted uh, to put in the book and some things that uh, you had to take out that you had to uh, keep out for whatever reason. Yeah, no, I think I think the I think it's interesting because I think I cut out probably like hundreds and hundreds of pages uh, of the book because I just felt like it wasn't. Um, it just uh, I'll probably do another book of just the parts that this just the parts I cut out. But I think a lot of it was really what I learned. It, the exciting thing about learning about yourself, and learning about relationships, and learning about how trauma affects your life is that it makes you a better parent. And so maybe what I cut out is the next book about parenting uh, and understanding that there are things that we are unaware of that traumatize our children uh, emotionally and understanding how a child's mind works and how it develops uh, and your responsibility in that uh, is probably what I took out and what the next book what the next book will be because I really do think the secret to creating a better world is understanding and then doing as a parent. Well, it is an amazing book. Uh, before we let you go, um, how do people find you online, social media, all that? Sure, yeah. So my name is just Neil Strauss, N-E-I-L-S-T-R-A-U-S-S, -S, and so neilstrauss.com or same thing on Twitter or Instagram. And uh, and I'm actually doing sort of a seven-day, and this isn't uh, – this is really just something for fun. There's no catch to it. Uh, but I'm doing a seven-day kind of journey where I'm taking – right now it's several thousand people – through the experience I had in the truth. So they're kind of looking to their own childhoods. They're looking to their own relationship patterns. I've got a bunch of coaches kind of helping them out. Uh, so I think we're in day two now. So, so, so if someone's listening and wants to join in and understand uh, the, the things they don't know that control them, they're unconscious, uh, could be a fun, a fun thing to do and a good start to their own journey. Fantastic. Well, I appreciate it. And uh, have yourself a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank you, Neil. Thanks. It was great talking. Bye. Incredible new sponsor here on the EDM Music Hub, gogetfunding.com, slash help the songwriting award-winning trio go to the next level. The albums, Jet Allen's Touching Melody, Volume 1 and Volume 2. You can get more information on the albums by doing a simple Google search, or you can go over to G-O-G-E-T-F-U-N-D-I-N-G dot C-O-M. Search Help the songwriting award-winning trio go to the next level. They're a great new sponsor with us today here on EDM Music Hub. Brand new marketing partner with us today here on EDM Music Hub. Most people know about him. Few know him. Jesus Passport International Bible Study offers a free 
study guide to JesusPassport.com to develop an intimate relationship with the man known to the world as Jesus Christ or Yusha. People are creating teams with family, friends, and social networks worldwide with the mission to discover Jesus Christ personally and help the word get spread about the second coming throughout the whole world. Hebrews 11.6 says he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Your donation supports this Jesus Passport global outreach. Go to GoFundMe.com slash Jesus Passport to donate today and get your rewards. Incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. Startsomegood.com slash Black Dog. We are rescuing black dogs, a metaphor for old, disabled, or really unwanted dogs from all over the world to live on our sanctuary. And when ready, and if, be part of our pack of therapy dogs, helping people with depression, anxiety, disabilities, etc. To grow and feel happier when helping these dogs, check out Startsomegood.com slash Black Dog. We'll spell it for you. S-T-A-R. R-T-S-O-M-E-G-O-O-D dot Z-O-M slash B-L-A-C-K-D-O-G and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide at com slash Black Dog. B-I-T dot L-Y slash Project Dare. On May 11th, we kicked off a cause marketing campaign to launch, promote, and market the Kashmira Magazine, an online hub platform, where we will commit part of our revenue from the campaign to support the cause. Check out bit.ly slash project dare. It Girl International, a non-profit organization that helps emerging women entrepreneurs get the skills and support to launch their own businesses. We need your help in reaching our goal. Support it at bit.ly slash project dare. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash P-R-O-J-E-C-T-D-A-R-E. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. Welcome to the Unlock Your Wealth Update. Here's Heather Wagonhalls. Personal power is the ability to do the things we want to do, keep what we like and what works, and change what doesn't to improve our quality of life. By recognizing your personal power, you are facing your financial fears and determining your destiny. Here are the steps. First, ID the things you can control. Your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions. Everything else, it's just influence. Second, become more aware of the world around you and what makes up your financial future, which ultimately brings you happiness and success in life. Third, notice how your thoughts, feelings, and actions can influence those around you. Increase your personal power by remaining optimistic during financial situations. Being pessimistic only causes problems while remaining optimistic will solve them. For more great resources to help you create unlimited wealth and happiness, visit our website at moneycreditandyou.com. I'm Heather Wagonhalls. Now go out and unlock your wealth today. Yes, indeed, it is the next edition of the World Famous Jiggy Jaguar Radio Broadcast. And as we do each and every week, we talk to the great Hobbit and Moe. And uh, raising oil prices is the topic today with Harvey. He is patiently waiting on the telephone for us. And uh, oil prices in the U.S. have been rising steadily since July of 2017. 
With all the talk of the fuss about alternative energy, such as wind, solar, hydroelectric, and nuclear, why is petroleum still the major source of energy for our vehicles, our heating, our air conditioning, and lighting up our cities? What effect does the cost of oil have on daily lives and on the U.S. economy? Well, Harvey Neiman is here with us to discuss some of the slippery issues about oil. We welcome the great Harvey Neiman, CustomizeWallStreet.com, and the book is available... Customized Wall Street, available on Amazon. And um, Harvey, what is the main reason that we have seen oil prices rise from approximately $43 per barrel in July of 2017 to the current level of more than $70 a barrel in May of 2018? Well, it's interesting you should ask that question, and that was very cute of you to say slippery uh, issues of oil. Anybody who has uh, a leaky oil pan in their garage be careful! Don't slip on the uh, on the oil on, on your garage and, and get your <laughs> and get your carburetor fixed. So, <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, I thought that was a, a, a good choice of words there. Yanks, yanks. Uh, the the story has to be economic, and I hope our listeners understand. It is a question of like any other commodity: housing prices, interest rates. Anything in the economy, the cost of living, inflation, it's called supply and demand. And we have seen over the last few years, a handful of years, just short, two, three, four years, oil uh, meaning our gasoline prices at the, the, at the pump have come down because of a greater uh, accomplishment scientifically in the United States of America uh, the fracking, whatever, and I'm not a scientist, I'm not an engineer, but we know we're able to now draw oil domestically, which has dramatically reduced our reliance on foreign oil, especially uh, uh, the group in the Middle East, the OPEC uh, group that had set oil prices so, so many years uh, uh, since the turn of the century, since 2000 uh, to the present time. The demand uh, for oil had dropped off to some degree uh, for foreign oil, and therefore prices came down as our supply in the United States, and more companies have gotten into the engineering prospect, prospect of, of drilling for oil and scientific uh, ways of extracting oil from the various shelves below the surface. And again, I'm not an expert on, it, on any of that activity, but I do understand supply and demand, and the supply in the United States of America has increased, therefore lower oil prices, and with the advent of uh, automobiles that are more efficient, getting higher uh, miles per gallon, uh, the greatest single demand is the automobile and other forms of transportation on petroleum products, uh, the oil, the gasoline, the jet fuel for our airplanes, etc., heating our homes, or, uh, heating and cooling our homes. So with that, prices went down. Now there's some evidence of reduced production. We still have to accept the fact that we do buy a lot of foreign oil. That has not changed. It has not changed the fact that we buy foreign oil. And if the foreign producers uh, limit their production by some agreement, prices go up. Simple, so the listeners understand, Jiggy, we're coming into summer. We want to go on vacations. The economy is stronger than it was two, three, and four years ago. More people can go on vacations. They use their vehicles or, or, or other forms of transportation, and therefore, because of the demand, 
oil prices are going to rise during the coming summer. And put it all together, prices have been going up, and we're now at a relatively new high as measured over the last three, four, five years. We're back to a higher level of oil around approaching $80 a barrel. The high several years ago were $100 a barrel, but we're not at that point yet. I don't think we're going to go that high. Does that help start the understanding? <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Harvey Neiman with us today joins us live in our broadcast. Harvey Neiman is President and Chief Investment Officer of Neiman Funds Management, LLC. He's been on CNBC, Fox Business, and has been interviewed by the Wall Street Journal, Barron's, and many other publications. He joins us today talking about rising oil prices. Is the U.S. still primary uh, reliant upon foreign oil, primary from the OPEC Mideast oil producers, or has our country become more energy dependent in the last few years? Well, by all means, the talk has been through the prior, the tail end of the prior presidential administration and the beginning of the current presidential administration that we are less reliant, becoming more independent. But it was actually news to me as I checked some of the articles uh, on the question of oil. There's still a strong foreign dependence to, uh, for the United States of America, and really other countries are relying on Mideast oil. Uh, uh, there is oil from other foreign sources. Uh, Russia has, uh, uh, has sources of oil. Mexico has sources of oil. Uh, other countries uh, around the world supply oil. So in the bigger picture, the United States still does import oil. question about it. But have we improved on our independence? Absolutely. A combination of oil itself produced domestically. Uh, there's obviously a lot of controversy going on with a, a large oil pipeline coming from the uh, northern, te- northern territories, uh, Alaska, Canada. Uh, so uh, there is still controversy related to that, and I wanted to add one more fact. More and more, we're finding alternative renewable sources of energy that still haven't fully kicked in, but we do know we're making progress on wind and solar and other sources of renewable energy, hydroelectric. Uh, So that combination has changed the overall picture of our sources of energy, and and then the the, the cost of, of energy is being reflected in these changes. That's my view. We've got Harvey Neiman with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast, and uh, he is fantastic. We talk to him at least once a week. Uh, check out his website, CustomizeWallStreet.com. Also, the book, Customize Wall Street, is available on Amazon. And uh, Harvey, of course, has uh, got the customized, the powerful tools of investments. going to be available very soon. Now, um, why are some of the most popular energy stocks starting to increase in value for several years of falling prices? Well, as a result of uh, lower oil prices, some of the more famous, uh, call them energy stocks or, or, or petroleum stocks, there's uh, uh, Chevron, Texaco, there's ExxonMobil, there's ConocoPhillips, uh, Occidental Petroleum. These are well-known, at least in the investor world, and as you've uh, Marathon Oil, depending, Valero, depending on the part of the country you live, you know where your more popular gas stations are, Arco. Uh, and and with the falling oil prices, they, there were reduced profits at all these firms uh, starting around 2014, 2015, and carrying on until the present day. 
So as we look at any of those stock charts, uh, there there is a, uh, uh, a a period of falling prices over the last couple, two, three, even four years, and now a resurgence. Uh, some of the major ones are showing new highs as far as recent time, and that's really a, a um, and the answer to your question, Judy, is because of increased oil prices, therefore the profits in these very popular, uh, uh, you know, well-known companies, the profits are now returning to a level uh, that they once were and historically had been for well over two and three decades of the energy stocks were very profitable and had very good dividends for their investors, and now are once again looking good on the stock market. I think that's what you're asking. Higher oil prices mean higher profits for these companies. It is Harvey Neiman. He joins us today here on our big program, Coast to Coast and Boulder to Boulder, on TuneIn iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and the brand new Jiggy Jaguar app available in the App Store. JiggyJaguar.us. You can stream the show live, 24-7 replay, exclusive news, and programming information. And customized Wall Street by Harvey Neiman is a practical tool designed to help you take control of your financial future and is available in ebook and hard copy at Amazon.com. Is renewable energy such as wind, solar, hydroelectric still the wave of the future? Or do we still have a long way to go before petroleum and to some degree natural gas are no longer main sources of energy? Uh, well, the answer is twofold. Uh, okay. Good question, uh, Jiggy. And, and when we talk about the traditional sources, not only petroleum and natural gas, there are many countries that still rely on coal. Uh, the traditional uh, uh, coal for heating homes, especially in the wintertime. Uh, uh, so I've sort of left that out, but none of those industries have gone away. Uh, in, in checking the balance of renewable energy, the alternative energy sources, which are primarily solar, uh, uh, I myself uh, have solar panels on the roof of my house, helping uh, me lower the cost of my electric bill in my home. My neighbor next door has a swimming pool and has solar energy heating my neighbor my neighbor's uh, pool is heated with so, uh, solar energy uh, so these are becoming more and more common and what's interesting and hang on to your hat you, a lot of people don't know this the California state legislature you know I live in Southern California the California state legislature has passed a bill that's starting in 2020 a uh, short barely not even two full years away that all new housing projects must uh, include solar energy, I presume on the roofs of those houses, uh, for new housing projects, and maybe lawsuits will come out saying, you know, I don't know, that's unconstitutional, whatever, but um, uh, it will increase the cost of housing uh, in California just from the construction side, anywhere from ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 to as much as $30,000 in the cost of a new home because of this recent legislation. But that could be a wave across the country, especially in southern and western states, whether you're being New, new Mexico, Arizona, or whether you're being uh, Texas, Florida. Uh, those states may jump on the bandwagon because those are, you know, the Sun Belt of the United States can take advantage of solar energy. So uh, it's catching up, but if we read the articles, I 
I think 80% of energy is still generated from the possible uh, fossil fuels. That's a guess number. I don't want our listeners to say that's an absolute scientific number and I'm wrong. And it's an alternative fact that I made up. But just based on reading articles, uh, we still have a long marriage with petroleum as uh, providing energy for our transportation, our, our lighting, our cities, and, and our heating and our air conditioning. We have got Harvey Neiman with us today. He joins us live. And, of course, Customize the Powerful Tools of Investment will be available very soon. Check out CustomizeWallStreet.com. Well, Harvey, I appreciate it, my friend, and we will uh, talk to you next week. Can I give you one little short piece of uh, new information? Go right ahead. Go right ahead, my man. Uh, I had meant to get from my editors a, uh, a release date on the Powerful Tools, and your very kind uh, customized Powerful Tools is the next book. It's been written. Uh, I'm waiting for the editing and, and organizing process. But I am joining the Jiggy Jaguar uh, connection to the digital app world. I am de- developing a, an app uh, for financial planning. Uh, that'll be, when it first comes out, it'll be a free app, but we want to have people beta test it, see if they like it. And I'm hoping to be able to, over the next eight weeks, 12 weeks, give you a report on the status of the app. It will integrate much of the information from customizing Wall Street into an app for practical use by our listeners. And I just want to share that with you uh, at this time. Fantastic. Well, I appreciate it, my friend. We will uh, talk to you next week. Thank you, Harvey. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Appreciate it, my friend. There goes Harvey Neiman, the uh, big star, star stage and screen Harvey Neiman. And uh, that'll wrap it up here from our big program. Check us out next week. Check us out every day. Check out the app. Peace. And I'm out of 5,000. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.